Section 15 of A Traveller's Narrative Written to Illustrate the Episode of the Bob. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. A Traveller's Narrative Written to Illustrate the Episode of the Bob by Abdul Baha Abbas, translated by Edward Granville Brown. Section 15. O God, this is a letter which I wish to send to the king, and thou knowest that I have not desired aught of him save the display of his justice to thy people, and the showing forth of his favours to the dwellers in thy kingdom and verily by my soul i have not desired aught save what thou hast desired neither by thy might do i desire aught save what thou desirest perish that being which desireth of thee aught save thyself and by thy glory thy good pleasure is the limit of my hope and thy will the extremity of my desire be merciful then o god to this poor soul who hath caught hold of the skirt of thy richness and to this humble suppliant who calleth on thee for thou art indeed the mighty the great help o god his majesty the king to execute thy laws amongst thy servants and to show forth thy justice amidst thy creatures that he may rule over this sect as he ruleth over those who are beside them verily thou art the potent the mighty the wise agreeably to the permission and consent of the king of the age this servant turned from the place of the royal throne note tehran end note toward erok arab and in that land abode twelve years during the period of his sojourn there no description of his condition was laid before the royal presence neither did any representation go to foreign states relying upon god did he abide in that land until a certain functionary came to iraq who on his arrival fell to designing the affliction of a company of poor unfortunates every day beguiled by certain of the doctors of persia he persecuted these servants although nothing prejudicial to church or state or at variance with the principles and customs of their countrymen had been observed in them so this servant was moved by this reflection may it not be that by reason of the deeds of the transgressors some action at variance with the world-ordering counsel of the king should be engendered therefore was an epitome of the matter addressed to mirza said khan the minister for foreign affairs that he might submit it to the royal presence and that it might be done according to that which the royal command might promulgate a long while elapsed and no command was issued 
until matters reached such a state that it was to be feared that sedition might suddenly break out and the blood of many be shed of necessity for the protection of the servants of god a certain number of the babis appealed to the governor of iraq if the king will consider what has happened with just regard it will become clear in the mirror of his luminous heart that what occurred was done from considerations of expediency and that there was apparently no resource save this the royal presence can bear witness and testify to this that in whatever land there were some few of this sect the fire of war and conflict was wont to be kindled by reason of the aggression of certain governors but this transient one after his arrival in iraq withheld all from sedition and strife and the witness of this servant is his action for all are aware and will testify that the multitude of this faction in persia at that time was more than it had been before yet notwithstanding this none transgressed his proper bounds nor assailed any one it is nigh on fifteen years that all continue tranquil looking unto god and relying on him and bear patiently what hath come upon them casting it on god and after the arrival of this servant in this city which is called adrianople certain of this community inquired concerning the meaning of victory diverse answers were sent in reply one of which answers will be submitted on this page so that it may become clear before the royal presence that this servant hath in view naught save peace and reform and if some of the divine favours without merit on my part have been graciously bestowed on me do not become evident and apparent this much at least will be known that god in his abounding grace and undeserved mercy hath not deprived this oppressed one of the ornament of reason the form of words which was set forth on the meaning of victory is this he is god exalted is he it hath been known that god glorious is his mention is sanctified from the world and what is therein and that the meaning of victory is not this that any one should fight or strive with any one the lord of he doeth what he will hath committed the kingdom of creation both land and sea into the hand of kings and they are the manifestations of the divine power according to the degrees of their rank verily he is the potent the sovereign but that which god glorious is his mention hath desired for himself is the hearts of his servants which are the treasures of praise and love of the lord and stores of divine knowledge and wisdom 
the will of the eternal king hath ever been to purify the hearts of his servants from the promptings of the world and what is therein so that they may be prepared for illumination by the effulgences of the lord of the names and attributes therefore must no stranger find his way into the city of the heart so that the incomparable friend may come unto his own place that is the effulgence of his names and attributes not his essence exalted is he for that peerless king hath been and will be holy for everlasting above ascent and descent therefore to-day victory neither hath been nor will be opposition to any one nor strife with any person but rather what is well pleasing is that the cities of men's hearts which are under the dominion of the hosts of selfishness and lust should be subdued by the sword of the word of wisdom and of exhortation every one then who desireth victory must first subdue the city of his own heart with the sword of spiritual truth and of the word and must protect it from remembering aught beside god afterwards let him turn his regards towards the cities of others hearts this is what is intended by victory sedition hath never been nor is pleasing to god and that which certain ignorant persons formerly wrought was never approved if ye be slain for his good pleasure verily it is better for you than that ye should slay to-day the friends of god must appear in such fashion amidst god's servants that by their actions they may lead all unto the pleasure of the lord of glory i swear by the sun of the horizon of holiness that the friends of god never have regarded nor will regard the earth or its transitory riches god hath ever regarded the hearts of his servants and this too is by reason of his most great favour that perchance mortal souls may be cleansed and sanctified from earthly states and may attain unto everlasting places but that real king is in himself sufficient unto himself and independent of all neither doth any advantage accrue to him from the love of contingent beings nor doth any hurt befall him from their hatred all earthly places appear through him and unto him return and god singly and alone abideth in his own place which is holy above space and time mention and utterance sign description and definition height and depth and none knoweth this save him and whosoever hath knowledge of the book there is no god but him the mighty the bountiful fini 
but good deeds depend on this that the royal person should himself look into that matter with just and gracious regard and not be satisfied with the representations of certain persons unsupported by proof or evidence we ask god to strengthen the king unto that which he willeth and what he willeth should be the wish of the worlds afterwards they summon this servant to constantinople we reached that city along with a number of poor unfortunates and after our arrival did not hold intercourse with a single soul for we had naught to say unto them and there was no wish save that it should be clearly demonstrated by proof to all that this servant had no thought of sedition and had never associated with the seditious and by him in praise of whose spirit the tongues of all things speak to turn in any direction was difficult in consideration of certain circumstances but these things were done for the protection of lives verily my lord knoweth what is in my soul and verily he is witness unto what i say the just king is the shadow of god in the earth all should take refuge under the shadow of his justice and rest in the shade of his favour this is not the place for personalities or censures specially against some apart from others for the shadow tells of him who casteth the shadow god glorious is his mention hath called himself the lord of the worlds for that he hath nurtured and doth nurture all exalted is his favour which hath preceded contingent beings and his mercy which hath preceded the worlds this is sufficiently clear that whether right or wrong according to the imagination of the people this community have accepted as true and adopted the religion for which they are notorious and that on this account they have forgone what they had seeking after what is with god and this same renunciation of life in the way of love for the merciful god is a faithful witness and an eloquent attest unto that whereunto they lay claim hath it ever been beheld that a reasonable man renounced his life without proof or evidence of the truth for that which he died and if it be said this people are mad this too is very improbable for it is not a thing confined to one or two persons but rather have a great multitude of every class inebriated with the kawther of divine wisdom hastened with heart and soul to the place of martyrdom in the way of the friend if these persons who for god have forgone all save him and who have poured forth life and wealth in his way can be belied 
then by what proof and evidence shall the truth of that which others assert concerning that wherein they are be established in the presence of the king the late haji sayyid muhammad may god exalt his station and overwhelm him in the depth of the ocean of his mercy and forgiveness although he was of the most learned of the doctors of the age and the most pious and austere of his contemporaries and although the splendour of his worth was of such a degree that the tongues of all creatures spoke in praise and eulogy of him and confidently asserted his asceticism and godliness did nevertheless in the war against the russians forego much good and turn back after a little contest although he himself had decreed a holy war and had set out from his native country with conspicuous ensign in support of the faith oh would that the covering might be withdrawn and that what is hidden from men's eyes might appear but as to this sect it is twenty years and more that they have been tormented by day and by night with the fierceness of the royal anger and that they have been cast each one into a different land by the blasts of the tempests of the king's wrath how many children have been left fatherless how many fathers have become childless how many mothers have not dared through fear and dread to mourn over their slaughtered children many were the servants of god who at eve were in the utmost wealth and opulence and at dawn were beheld in the extreme of poverty and abasement there is no land but hath been dyed with their blood and no air whereunto their groanings have not arisen and during these few years the arrows of affliction have rained down without intermission from the clouds of fate yet notwithstanding all these visitations and afflictions the fire of divine love is in such fashion kindled in their hearts that were they all to be hewn in pieces they would not forswear the love of the beloved of all the dwellers upon earth nay rather with their whole souls do they yearn and hope for what may befall them in the way of god end of section fifteen